From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good morning to you, wherever you may be around the world. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Broadcasting Network. And uh, we're here this morning. Kind of unusual being in the morning here, Al, isn't it? Uh, Traditionally, we've been on the evenings. But uh, welcome again to uh, Lighthouse Live uh, through Advancing Vibrant Communities. Great to have you with us. Pastor Mike Douglas with you here, along with our uh, prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, Al Ramsey, and a longtime friend joining us today, Gardal Wilson, and a special guest with Gardal. We're going to be talking a little bit later about Victory for Veterans, just an incredible, incredible ministry here in the Modesto area, as we have just in the past week honored veterans on Veterans Day. And uh, a couple of them in the house here, uh, Gardal. Yes, yes. Right? And yes, what branch of service? Air Force. U.S. Air Force. Yes, second generation. Second generation it's Air Force. Yes. And uh, Al, you were, uh, you were a tough guy. Right? Uh, he's, he's a medic. Yeah. We're, we're not even, I was going to give the war and the dates. I'm thinking, nah, no, we'll just say both of these men have served their country. And so we, we thank you, uh, thank you for that. Just a reminder, friends, we want to thank all of you for uh, your support around the year and reminder, Advancing Vibrant Communities is celebrating its 10th anniversary of connecting uh, volunteers with opportunities to serve. This year, we thank you for your participation in that. In fact, uh, just yesterday, we were out with um, uh, junior hires from Big Valley Christian School. We take uh, every month 15 junior hires out, and uh, we attack the gang areas uh, and paint the graffiti off the walls. Painting and, uh, in my neighborhood. Paint, want, paint in your neighborhood. I'm going to have the opportunity to tell you what a good job it looked like yesterday. Well, thank you. <laughs> appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that very much. And, and we go all over the place. We're yes. in alleyways. We're in canals. And uh, not jumping in like, you know, the, the, on the sides of the canals. Right, we're, we're right, taking right. Everything. And, uh, and, and right near uh, King Kennedy Center, too, the Almost Briggs Ditch. And yeah. Hopefully it will... Uh, continue to remain that way and the uh the job that you guys have done will be appreciated by all including the interested parties yeah. that speaking of, you know? well and one of the cool things is we really have never been hassled yeah. uh you know last time we had a little little group that was watching us down there on on uh on hauser but uh really uh they know why we're there and and there's respect going both ways. That's We're not right. there to diss anybody or anything. That's right. So uh, that that's worked out uh, that's worked amazing. out pretty well. And uh, by the way, friends, if you've checked out ABC's website uh, recently, you'll notice that uh, we have a new addition, 
It's uh, through a ministry called Meet the Need. Meet the Need. And we are now recruiting churches and ministries across our our region to be part of that. The wonderful part of it is that the needs of any church or organization can now appear on everyone's website. So a church, you know, if you belong to a specific church, you look on your church's website, you can see opportunities to volunteer from Advancing Vibrant Communities or Habitat for Humanity, gospel whoever mission. that gospel mission, whoever that yes, yes. pastor decides to uh, to pick, those opportunities there. It is absolutely incredible, and it's going to open up uh, not only new opportunities, but a wide variety of new volunteers as well. We're hoping to... Uh, Hoping to recruit through that. So, uh, check out the website, vibrantcommunities.org. That's www.vibrantcommunities.org. By the way, we welcome in the studio, uh, also today, Amber and Beverly. Uh, Amber and Beverly are uh, part of our internship program with the University of Phoenix. We've had a long relationship with the University of Phoenix and they send us great people. And we have an exceptional group right now, I, I have to say, and giving them all kinds of experience. In fact, uh, Amber got to play an injured person or something yesterday. You, you weren't dead, I don't think, right? Were you? No, you were, no, but you were in. You were a paraplegic. Yes. Yeah, it was a uh, disaster ex- exercise at a, a long-term care facility at Ralston Towers in, in town. And I think yeah. the first couple of floors or the top floors had pancaked in the disaster. Four uh, floors had pancaked, yeah. And so. That was the tallest building in town. For a while, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we give them all kinds of uh, experiences and, and Beverly is, is giving people rides to medical appointments and a lot. Of, anyway, given a broad range of experiences broad range and we, uh, we appreciate them, uh, very, very much. Well, before we go on, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the challenge for Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. A prayer request from Iran. During a house church service in 2010, Bibles were confiscated and Pastor Benam Irani was arrested. Last year, he was convicted of so-called crimes against national security. Without explanation, his one-year prison sentence was changed to five years. Beatings by prison authorities have caused Pastor Benham to lose vision, and internal injuries have impaired his ability to walk or speak. Please pray for healing, and also that Farsi Bibles and Christian broadcasts via satellite provided by the Voice of the Martyrs reach and penetrate the hearts of his persecutors. For updates, go online to persecution.com. And we're back with you live near how on Lighthouse Live on the International Podcasting Network. Great to have you with us. And uh, just a reminder, if you're in the Modesto area on December 1st, wonderful celebration of lights, the annual Christmas parade. And we're going to be debuting that night the ABC Health Bus. And this is a really cool ministry that we're just rolling out. Uh, the ABC Health Bus is uh, part of a partnership that we have with Doctors Medical Center Foundation. In Modesto, and what we do is we bring that bus to do a preventative health care screening for populations that aren't normally going to be able to get to a doctor or have access to a doctor. The rural areas. Great, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, uh, we're going to be working uh, with the King Kennedy Center, uh, Gardol, uh, once a month beginning January 17. And uh, for that particular purpose, we're going to be doing health screenings for uh, women uh, who are having uh, children for the first time. 
uh, who are in their first trimester who have had no prenatal care yet. Exactly. And so this is critical because the mortality rate is is climbing exactly. right now in our, in our areas. And, and uh, so we're hoping that this will help combat that. Oh, most definitely. And, we'll, and I want to applaud a Clean King Kennedy Memorial Center for stepping up to the plate and becoming part of advancing. Uh, I didn't get a chance to even tell you yet. To become a part of advancing vibrant communities, they've, they've challenged and dedicated themselves to mm. assisting us in any way possible that they can. Uh, so five, kudos to them out there. Amen. Well, and I think the, the neat thing about this, Gardal, is it is an example of community partnerships. Yes. You know, definitely. none of us can do this alone. No. You know, but if, if we leverage all of our skills and work together, well, the, whole can, the whole village, the whole village, the whole village. Yeah, we can make, uh, we can make great things happen. Speaking of great things happening, let's check in now with our friend Brad Dacus from the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now, with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. The United States of America has a long history of Thanksgiving proclamations. Governor William Bradford celebrated the first Thanksgiving with the Pilgrims at Plymouth Colony in November 1623. As defenders of First Amendment religious liberties, Pacific Justice Institute reminds us all that secular declarations of national thanksgiving direct gratitude toward the ruler of the universe, our creator, almighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. As you give thanks to him this month, PGI wishes you the continued blessings he has bestowed on America for centuries. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. All right, back with you live here on uh, Lighthouse Live. Again, we thank you for being with us. So wherever you are around the world on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Well, Gardal, let's get down to business here and talk about this wonderful ministry. Now, how long have we been doing Victory for Veterans? Gosh, we've been doing Victory for Veterans for... You know, almost 10 years. Yes, and, has it been that long? Yeah, that well, we just really got into the Veterans uh, Avenue in the last two two years. But we've been, uh, we were not forgotten, clean and sober living. Right. But what we begin to see is that a lot of our mental health and a lot of the individuals that are coming out of incarceration were veterans, uh, had served military service at one time or another and had become caught up into different uh, types of crime and different things like this. And I found out that due to the lack of services that our veterans returning home from war and uh, active duty uh, weren't getting that much of support about coming home. We have a sad condition in our country now that I, I know that we're going to work on, and I know that we will, with the grace of God, overcome. And it is hungry children mm-hmm. and homeless veterans. Yeah. These two are synonymous as one another. Our children, all of our rights, all of the things that we do experience as Americans are given to us and protected to us by our fighting men and women in, in uniform. And for them to give up the ultimate sacrifice and to come home to be homeless is definitely something that we have to do and step up to the plate. That's Which a is, national tragedy, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It, is. it yeah. truly is. But I can say it is getting better. Mm. And with the new administration... uh uh, with uh, and Mr. Obama being reelected again, who was beginning to do quite a few things, new things in the veterans world as far as reaching out to them and getting our, our soldiers the care that they need after post post war. Mm. So a lot of PTSD yes uh, is prevalent, 
And so our, our placing with uh, different types of uh, military personnel has to be very, very screened because of, of combativeness as far as flashbacks and things like that are concerned. We can only take certain levels of veterans uh, that we can pertain and take care of their level of care, mm. which is basically housing, feeding, clothing, and letting them know that we appreciate what they have done. Now, Gardel, how are these veterans connected with you? How how do they find out about you, and how do they enter the system? Well, by the grace of God, it seems like we're everywhere now. And through Advancing Vibrant Communities, definitely in the radio station that you and I have been doing for years, uh, allowing us to come on and, and put it out there. So word of mouth is what's really is, is the only thing, the best thing that goes through. Mm-hmm. And I definitely was looking forward to today to really let all of those of you out there know about Victory for Veterans. We take veterans in regardless of their ability to pay. We do have some beds where we have, we don't charge anything. And if we can, we charge what they can possibly afford. But the price is not a priority. We are blessed enough with donations and things like this where we can start to put back and taking care of of our veterans. We'll be getting into more details here in a couple minutes. Gardel, how can people, I'm sure you've piqued some interest already. How can people get a hold of you, find out more about uh, this, this wonderful ministry? Just call this number, area code 209-496-2500. Area code 209-496-2500. I'll put you directly in touch with me or our staff that can assist you in letting you know what it is that we can do to help you and our veterans. Well, speaking of staff, uh, we brought a guest with us today and uh, and appreciate this man. In fact, we, he gave me a tour yeah. a couple <laughs> weeks ago and, and just a, a neat thing. Gardel, yeah. introduce our, uh, our this, guest today. Yeah, this is Hoover House, and, uh, better known as uh, uh, from all the guys that think of Lentice. And uh, he's been my friend for a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been up and down and through the mud and uh, incarceration and drug addiction and everything together. And the Lord put us back together and we're doing the right things now. So he is the supervising house manager. He manages and supervises all the staff. He does the training orientation and uh, um, uh, of, of greeting all agencies that do come into the property at no time. Len, what, uh, what, what gave you this heart for, uh, veterans? What, uh, cause I, I know when I walk in there, man, you light up. You light up. I know this, <laughs> well, this is, thank you very much. This is your sweet spot. I mean, God's got you right where he wants you yes, in, he in this. Tell us about your passion, why you have this passion for veterans and, and what blesses you on a daily basis there. Well, in my life, I've, uh, like, um, Gard always saying, I've had a quite an experience with, Ups and downs, uh, prison and drugs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my dad was in the service, and so he was my main connection. He was in World War II, and I met Gardal's dad when I was very young. Just turned sixty-two, and so you're not sixty-two. Yes, I no, am. Serious. He's sixty-five. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. Come on. My passion is. And I've had to grow into this. Is this? If God could turn my life around, mm. and it was, God can do anything. <laughs> but I know it was it was a battle. And if He can turn my life around, then I have to give back to the community. Yeah. And through Gardal is when I got my uh, my passion, if you want to call it that, or my interest with veterans. It, it's strictly through Him and. You are our Father in heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we can serve any of them, 
in any capacity and and give dignity to them, you know, because they come back sometime from fighting and and people shun them in a lot of ways, you know, make them feel good about themselves and treat them like men. That self-esteem is real important. Isn't yes, it? sir. Most yes, definitely. And and you know, especially those who who have been through traumatic episodes, and you know, when when you deal with folks with PTSD, I mean. Mm. There's a variety of, of different challenges built built into that, and I know a lot of these guys are suffering in in silence. Oh yeah, uh, you have a new guy coming in. What what do you do, Linda, to just make him feel like they're appreciated and and loved, and they have a home? Well, by victory for veterans, the first thing we do is we bring them in, we show them where their you know their sleeping quarters are. Mm-hmm. And we we integrate them into the uh, we have a a common area where we sit and watch TV and the place is so nice as you know you've been it been there uh, it's it's really big we have a game room that's now it's been turned into a another bedroom but we incorporate them into activities there's a park across the street uh, every Saturday we get them up and. After we eat breakfast, uh, we go for a walk. They go down to a church and and get donations, bread and clothes and stuff. A lot of these guys, if you can get them out and get them to walk, and they just want to feel normal, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's, uh, what we do is try to make it as normal as, as we can. Me, myself, personally, i uh kind of an authoritarian you know, I try to run it kind of like the military. And it seems to work. We have a routine, and all the guys seem to like it. Well, that, that routine probably helps, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I believe mean, so. Yeah. Well, they come from a structure of order. My military uh, discipline and all that, they come from that. So being placed back within that gives them a, a sense of comfort of being there back into where they were, as opposed to coming out here and being shunned, as Lynn T says, mm-hmm. and not even recognizing that you're a fighting military man. Unless there's a uniform on, you don't know who he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then so these they're treated just like I, I believe that when they're coming back home, it should be mandatory that they continue to wear the uniform for another few months just so we know who they are. Mm. You know, because they don't they're not seen anymore. They're invisible. Many of them feel they're invisible. They have come back from fighting and given their lives and everything, right? to be shunned. No homes. How can I not have a place to live after what I've given? Mm. You see? Mm-hmm. So we give that. And most of our, uh, most of our clients' uh, events are uh, in the 40, 30s and 40 years old. We have very few young uh, uh, vets that are yeah. coming through. They're the ones that are getting the hospitalizations with proper psychiatric help from this war. Yeah. Uh, post-wars, it's very, very slow. Post wars is very very slow. So you're you're dealing with the the guys senior veterans fallen fall through the cracks. Exactly, right? the yeah. seniors that have fallen through and gone into alcoholism and just disappeared into the uh, darkness. Yeah, you know I'm thinking of both uh, both of you men, and and two passages pop up into my mind as I think about you guys. Uh, one is First uh, Peter five six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Amen. In due time, in his yes. timing. And then, um, Paul in Ephesians uh, 2.10, 
reminds us that, that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which, uh, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. And, you know, through all the stuff you two guys have been through, God had a plan. Yes. And he's now leveraging the yucky stuff that you went through in life. Yes. He's now leveraging it to bless others. And, yes. you know, it's easy to look at that and in hindsight oh, yeah. and say, man, all that pain and suffering. Okay. I understand it now. This, but when you're in the midst of the pain and suffering, it's hard to get that, isn't oh, it? It is. Sure. It is. And not only military veterans, mental health veterans, people mm. that have been battling their mental health, their mental illnesses for years, being misdiagnosed and struggling to stay stay strong, which is why you got so many that are out in the streets self-medicating. Many of them haven't even been diagnosed with what's going on. Mm. Mm. You know, So there are veterans in their own war of trying to keep their sanity, you know. Now, Gardal, it's been a while since you've been on the program with us, and, and maybe, I mean, we have people all over the world that are, that are listening here. Can you just give us a, a recap of, of what God did with, with your life? Because, you're, man, you're, <laughs> your, your story is so incredible. He took me from, you know, uh, I was inducted, uh, Mike Nuss, into the uh, ABC Hall of Fame. Yes, you were. And I, I tell my son and I tell all my family that I went from the uh, Hall of Shame to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so I can, and that pretty much can ball it up into a really short story, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but but um, I've had my adversities, and I just once again thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For without him, I wouldn't be sitting here talking on this microphone mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. at all. No way. Yeah. And I continue to remember that. And when people thank me, I always tell them, don't thank me. Hmm. Thank God. Amen. Yeah, I just work for you. I'm and, just a worker. And you had Thanks. a mom yeah. that oh. was wearing out her knees, I know, praying for you, and, and never gave up on you, did she? She's been on the show. She was inducted into the Hall of Shame, a Hall of Fame with yeah. me also yeah, uh, you during your presentation. So, yeah, she has been my my light, my mentor, uh, uh, my whip. <laughs> I've been, you know, under her, which she's relentless. She doesn't let up. And she has told us that <clears throat> you are better than that. And mm. I didn't raise you this way. Yeah. And I won't accept you this way. And so through that, she and I are just now still battling. <laughs> but, uh, well, difference of opinion as far as service, community service and things like that. Yeah. But she is definitely my queen. She's my queen. Well, I'll tell you, Ruby Kennedy, you know, if, if, if you're down, if, if you're having a pity party, yeah, you forget it. That woman walks into the room, man. You are cured of that in about 45, 45 seconds. seconds. It's all over. Real quick. She just lets you know what your blessings are. You know, she'll just say, well, did you get up this morning? Yes. Did you have assistance getting up this morning? Oh, okay. You dressed yourself? Okay. You drive a car? You can see? Walk? Mm. You are blessed. Yeah. Now what's the what's the problem? <laughs> well, and, to, and 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 you've had a history. God's done some amazing things in your life too. Amazing you? things, and uh, I I um I grew up on a ranch in Hillmar, California, and boy, I uh, blessed by my mother and dad, and you know, raised right, went to college, did good, and. I guess I had a midlife crisis around when I was 38, 40 years old. Mm. And I got a divorce. Uh, me and my ex-wife, we still talk and we have a beautiful son and now I got grandchildren and the love of my life. I went to prison and I've, you know, when they say you go to prison and most people find the Lord there, something to do. Well, I, 
I really did. Mm. I mean, I really did. When I got out, I still struggled for a while. It was really hard. I mean, and it was me doing it, you know, not learning the lessons that God had uh, put me on path to learn. But like you said, the leverage, the things that we've done in the past, it, it all came full circle for me. And now I give back from my heart. Mm. Instead of lip service, I'm actually doing something. And it's all through God, through him. Mm. I mean, he's kind of like, I'm older than him, and I met him when he was young. and But it's kind of like a role reversal now. But God has blessed me and him and me through him. Amen. So I thank God very much. I thank God for the journey that I I have had, mm. uh, the the good and the bad, because now I can look at certain situations with the veterans over there, and cause we have guys that come in that are veterans with mental problems. I heard him saying about the mental people. Yeah. Well, some veterans we have have mental problems too, mm-hmm. and it gives you a different perspective of how to deal with them. Uh, you know, just from the experiences that I've had. And so I just thank God every day. I tell him all the time, I mean, what we're doing right now is a perfect learning tool for learning how to deal with difficult people and different difficult situations and coming out with a positive result. Friends, I want to remind you of the phone number we're talking about, Victory for Veterans, and our good friend Gardal Wilson is at the helm of that ministry you can contact them at area code 209-496-2500. That's area code 209-496-2500. Again, you're listening to Gardall and Victory for Veterans on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Let's talk, without using names, uh, maybe give us a, a story or two about some guys who have come in there and, and uh, have really had their lives impacted by Victory for Veterans. And it may only be a... You know, a minor shift in their life, but a big thing that, you know, like a rudder of a ship doesn't oh, move, yeah. doesn't yeah. move very much, but yeah. it creates huge change. Down We've the got line. one individual that, um, we see him maybe once or twice a month. <clears throat> he lives there at the facility. All of his property is there. He is officially there, um, listed as at the facility, but we only see him once or twice a month. He loves the river and the, the bushes out there are living out there in the elements, mm-hmm. uh, uh, from his so soldier and combat training. And this is where he finds his comfort. And, uh, he used to come back to us just, oh, hungry, filthy, dirty. We'd clean him up and feed him and let him rest and things like that. And he was, uh, lost into his addiction with methamphetamine. Mm-hmm. But since then, here slowly, but surely we've been noticing and we were just commenting on him. Yeah. He's coming back cleaner. He's coming back more alert and more responsive to what we're saying. And he's coming back more often. So we really believe that we're slowly making a difference with this guy. Uh, PTSD. Um, like I say, he loves the, the jungle, uh, type of, uh, environment. He stays down by the river. He has a place to live. We have, he has clothes, everything. He mm. loves it down there and the people down there. Mm. So, I mean, that's his, his comfort zone. So we gave up trying to make him stay because we're not a jail. And that's one thing that you don't want to do with the uh, vets is tread on their uh, freedom, uh, which they fought so much for us to have. So he's slowly but surely becoming more responsive and he's slowly but surely coming back and he's staying longer and he's he, he's talking, he's he's opening up. 
And this has been four years? Oh, at least. Four or five years you've been with us. There is no termination time of staying with us. You're allowed to stay as long as you want. What I think what you point out, Gardal, is, is, uh, is an important thing for us in the Western church to remember. Yeah. And that is good, solid change is incremental. Yes. It's not a light switch yes. normally. Sometimes no. that happens. Not a light switch that normally goes, boop, you know, everything's okay. It's incremental change. You look at our lives. Exactly. I mean, let's look at our, our, our lives and through God's eyes. We didn't get it right away. You no. know, it's, we, we spend a lifetime exactly. in that process of sanctification, Absolutely. of becoming more like Christ. We learn Absolutely. and we need to have that kind of patience. And I would imagine a key element to that guard all is developing trust. That's with these guys. It, Let's oh, talk about that. that that's it right there. I mean, because they come back. There aren't, there isn't any. I've lost, they've lost all trust. I've fought in these jungles in this war and I come back home to be treated like this. Mm. And there is no trust as far as you're concerned. And so then we have to get back to getting these guys to knowing, first of all, somebody cares. Yeah. Okay. Many of them have families that are here locally and have shunned them. Mm. Okay, because they're unable to deal with their post-traumatic stress and the different type of situations that they're going through, which is uh, very, very trying to be fair to families and things like this. It's not the same person that left sure. uh, left us and went to uh, and went to battle. And so to come back and find someone that's trusting them, we give them uh, we give them their honor. We, we give, slowly give it back to them their honor. Mm. And how do we do that? By letting them be themselves. A lot of times we have guys that just sit for hours. Alone, just staring, watching TV or whatever, but just being alone. And we we keep that environment. It's part of the process. It's part of the process. Lent to you, Adam. But at the same time, uh, we do that. And <clears throat> I noticed uh, Gardo has instituted, uh, we give them like jobs to do, put them in charge of different areas. Uh-huh. And it all, it's, it's working real good. They feel um, he has badges that he's make up, you know. Assistant this and assistant that, and these guys they they have pride in their life mm. when they get that badge on, and whatever you have them to do, they really, I mean, they gung ho, you know, and they it makes them feel better. You can see it in their face; the so face sweet. lights up. Yes. You know, I'm in charge of this, and it, it's really nice. And they may be just mopping a floor, they may be just ha- assisting hanging out laundry. You know, and they're asked if you would like to. We'd like for you to do this or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not forced upon them. We ask them if they mind assisting us in doing things and getting them involved, bowling, or doing some fishing trips, different things like this that are maybe happening. The Modesto uh, Fisherman's Club has uh, given us uh, access to be able to come out, bring some of the guys out to awesome. fish. That's you know? That's the old Fisherman Club yeah. out Mays. The good, you remember that was a very locked down, good old boy organization out there for yeah. a while. And, uh, my dad is now a member, and so they've opened the doors, and they're, they're doing their part because those are veterans out there. You want to talk about vets? That eighty or ninety percent of them are all vets, you yeah. know. Right. So they are definitely behind us and very, very supportive of, of us. Well, as we head uh, head towards the conclusion of this particular program, uh, Gardell, Lenti, let's uh, talk a little bit about what you would recommend families to do. All right, maybe their veteran who's from the Vietnam War or even way back Korean War. Not too many World War II vets uh, left anymore. There's a few, but not not too many. But you know, suddenly they they pop back into your life. They they're struggling with PTSD. 
and the family's going, man, we don't, we don't know how to deal with this. What, what do you recommend in terms of baby steps for these families to do something healthy for their loved ones? Number one, join a VFW hall. Okay. That is important that you join your local veterans hall, local hall. Hmm. It doesn't matter what branch of air uh, military you're coming from or whatever your tour was. It doesn't matter. You're at least surrounded by men that have uh, understanding of what you've been through mm. and what's going on. Some of them have counseling groups, okay, that where they can go with the VFW hall. You have liaisons. Like, you know, my, on my vet card right now, I can just dial a number, and the menu comes up. If you're having depression issues, if you're having this or that, push a certain number. Mm. And they set you directly up with counseling right away. That With this new administration that's come through the last uh, eight years, uh, and, and President Bush, uh, it has kicked into where we are now dealing with a veterans rapidly, quickly. You don't have to wait. You, can be, you know, I can I can call right now and I can see my doctor today. Well, isn't that one of the big beefs of the of the past? It is was. you go to the VA and and it was a nightmare. That's been improved, hasn't oh, it? Oh, it was improved. Yeah, I mean, it was a line of beds and racks, and you know, you've seen that, that poor uh, floor plumbing leaking, all of these different things. Right. None of that anymore. None of that anymore. If they have stepped it up uh, immensely. In services and also in accommodating us for whatever it is that you need and hospitalization. And we have a new VA clinic, I think, yes. right? Being it's built opening uh, here on Modesto. Yeah. And they are there, open doors for you. It is a total new attitude about veterans now. They thank you before you even hang up. Thank you for your service. Mm. What can we do for you? If you have a problem right now, we'll tell you where to go. I need an appointment. I don't have to wait weeks. Yeah. I get in and see my doctor the next day. They are putting us up front first, and it's, a, it's it's wonderful to see. Right from your experience, Lindsay, what uh, what would you recommend to to families? What what are the guys that come to you? What what do you think they wish their families would do to to help? I think the one of the most important things that a family can do is include them in. You know, you can show them love, and but they need to be included in, even if they try to isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. But you have to always let them know that you are there for them. Um, you know, if they're your son or your husband or a relative, just include them in inclusion is what I say. That that isolation is just deadly, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like Gardal said, they, they'll do that themselves. They'll isolate themselves. But you can include them or get up and go for a walk, sit down and, you know, talk to them read to them, just include them in, let them know by your action that they're included in your daily plan. Thank you so much. Friends, again, we've been talking about Victory for Veterans. If you'd like more information, on the phone number, 209-496-2500. That's area code 209-496-2500. Gardall, my brother, good to uh, see you again. Always, always, always good great to, to have home. you. Always good to come home. Yeah, good Thank to you, see brother, you. for for joining us and and I'm God's blessing upon the wonderful work that you guys are doing. Just Amen. appreciate that so much, Amen. friends. Thanks again for joining us here on Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Look forward to meeting you next time here on Lighthouse Live.